The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Great crowds were traveling with Jesus, and he turned and addressed them. If anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Which of you wishing to construct a tower does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if there is enough for its completion? Otherwise, after laying the foundation and finding himself unable to finish the work, the onlookers should laugh at him and say, This one began to build, but did not have the resources to finish. Or what king marching into battle would not first sit down and decide whether with 10,000 troops he can successfully oppose another king, advancing upon him with 20,000 troops. But if not, while he is still far away, he will send a delegation to ask for peace terms. In the same way, any one of you who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. It's a great joy to be with you all this morning and uh, to have lots of People here, it's Labor Day. Yesterday was Labor Day plus Huskers equals five people at Mass. It was like five people and a bonus family. And uh, so, but, but luckily I remembered we're in Nebraska and I was like, oh, the Huskers are on right now, so it's okay. And it's Labor Day and not many people come to Palmyra and Douglas for Labor Day. Lots of people go out. And, uh, and so... And I just got back from New York and uh, where I was doing a training for a bunch of young Catholic missionaries who are part of the Culture Project. And, and that was also, it was just a real blessing. And a reminder of really the point that our Lord is getting to in today's gospel. You know, Jesus begins addressing the crowds with these really harsh terms that that might land in our hearts in a weird place. You know, he says, if anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. And, and of course, that lands in a strange place because it seems to be contrary to the fourth commandment. Honor your father and mother. And... Uh, And so what does our Lord really mean by that? He goes on to say, which of you constructing a tower would not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if there's enough for its completion? Otherwise, after laying the foundation and finding himself unable to finish, the onlooker should laugh. And, and so he's really talking about priorities and getting the first thing first and, and laying a proper foundation for everything else that we do. 
He uses this other example of what king marching into battle would not first sit down and decide whether with 10,000 troops he can successfully oppose another king with 20,000. Like, who wouldn't sit down and strategize and say, okay, is this winnable? And, and I have to look at, like, is everything in place? Are the conditions set for success? And so when it comes to discipleship, there's a foundation and, and there's some conditions that have to be set in our hearts. Any one of you who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple. That, that there's something that comes first. And, and the first thing is our own conversion. And, and I think that's really what our Lord is getting at today is that that we have to have our priorities straight. And the first priority has to be our own hearts. It has to be our own conversion. And that's the path that we see in, in so many other places. When we have, we, have, we have baptism, last week we had a baptism. And, and the first questions are, do you renounce Satan and all his works and all his empty show? Like you have to say no to certain things in order to say yes to our Lord. And, and the priority or the order is that we say no so that we can say yes. There's a famous book called Boundaries, which is a book by two Christian psychologists. And uh, the subtitle of that book is How to Say No in Order to Say Yes. Right? How to say no to some things so that you can say yes to the most important things. And when it comes to the Christian life, we have to say no to sin, to unhealthy attachments, to worldly attachments. Sometimes we have to say no to our own agendas in order to say yes to our Lord and to give our Lord that primary place in our hearts. And last couple of days when I was in New York training those Culture Project missionaries, you know, it's one of my favorite things to do is to do formation for young people who are full of zeal and they want to go out and proclaim the gospel. And uh, or when I talk to seminarians and they, their desire is to become priests and to be good priests. Um, the, the point I emphasize over and over and over again is your own conversion is the most important thing. And you can't do anything unless your heart is transformed first. Or at least unless your heart is on the way to transformation, that whenever we take our eyes off of our own conversion process, we, we just sort of get stuck or, or the work that we do just doesn't seem to be as fruitful. Because oftentimes, you know, especially when people are in the beginning of of their faith process. They want to get really involved and do all these things and, and, and enter into all this activity. And we forget that all of the activity that we do has to be the fruit of an encounter with the Lord. And even, even in the life of Jesus, what we see is that his first priority is to do the will of the Father. His first priority is his relationship with the Father. And everything else flows from that. And so he's, he's consistently going to be alone with the Father. He says things like, I can only do what I see the Father doing. 
And we can all fall into that temptation to activity and forget about the most important and foundational things. And the image that always comes to mind for me whenever I preach on this topic is Luke Skywalker in Return of the Jedi. Or not Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back, if you're a Star Wars fan. Because there's this scene where <clears throat> he goes and he, he's getting trained in using the Force by Yoda. And then there's this urgency to go out and help his friends. And he leaves before he finishes the training. And, uh, and that's just a point that always sticks in my head is, is there's this desire to go out before I finish the training or before I finish my own conversion. But as long as we keep our eyes on our own hearts, everything else goes well, right? Everything else goes well. And the more that we try to go deeper in our relationship with our Lord, the more we detach from those other things. Experience tells us that those other things are done with greater ease. And they're done with greater peace. Because true peace comes from the Lord. And so getting our priorities straight means the most important thing is my own conversion. My next most important thing is my marriage. My next important thing is my family life. My next important thing is any service that I do. And, and whenever those things get out of order, we just find ourselves getting out of whack. And so our Lord just is reminding us over and over and over and over and over again. of keeping that priority. And as we go into this Labor Day weekend, it's a time when, when we can just practice in a small way giving our Lord that priority. And, and it might just sound something like this, you know, like, Jesus, I'm just going to entrust to you all the relationships and all the family dynamics that we're going to run over, run into in the next couple of days. I'm going to ask you to open up this space in the hearts of the people that I encounter over the next couple of days. Jesus, I want to collaborate with you in whatever your will is for our family, our gathering, this meal. And discipleship is about us collaborating with the Lord and what the Lord wants to do. Right? Which is a lot different from sort of like I ask the Lord for help when I need him. Because everything come down, comes down to what our Lord wants to do. In my own life, like I start to lose my peace when I start to think about all the things I have to do. And, and when I remember that I am supposed to help our Lord with what he wants to do with our parishes, there's just a lot more peace there. And, and what happens is things just start to happen without, without me wanting or, or directing or micromanaging anything. And then it's evidence that, okay, our Lord is real and our Lord works and he's a real person and he cares and he's attentive 
And we find ourselves falling more and more in love with him. And so today, let us pray that as we enter into this, this weekend of rest and spending time with the people that are close to us, that we remember to keep the first thing first. And as we enter into this new year, that, that it is a year of growing in relationship with Christ. And that we give him the, the room to do whatever he desires to do in our own hearts, in our marriages, families, our parish, our community. That we truly may be a light that gives witness to his greatness and the great things he has done. To each person that we encounter.